You are listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast, hosted by Leah Brueggemann and Katherine Johnson. We are bringing you conversations about topics you might feel strongly about, but are too afraid to begin. How we navigate entrepreneurship as a wife and a mom without losing ourselves in either identity. We want to open the conversation and how we continue to grow in our faith while pursuing our passions. How strong communities of women help us to grow personally and ways to foster them. And taboo subjects no one wants to bring up don't need to be a business owner, a wife, or a mom to come join us. All you have to have is a desire for discussions that scratch deeper than the surface. Hey ladies, we have, I guess it's not slightly different because every single time, like we come on here, we're just sharing some thoughts and opinions. Um, But I love hearing people's labor stories, labor and delivery, and that whole um, transition. And so I thought we would come in here and talk about it. You know, we've both only had one child, so we can only share one story, so we can't compare it. But if we have any new moms on here or we have any moms like about to have their first kid, like um, I will say before we start, like protect your energy as a new mom, like when it comes to labor stories. And I haven't heard Catherine's labor story yet, so I can't say whether or not to warn you, but I had a great labor. So you can listen to mine without like fear, um, of being like, have negative emotions come up, but I will say that I'm just gonna put that disclaimer out there. I think it's really important as, um, if you are pregnant or first time mom to really like protect and guard yourself, um, you want to have very positive thoughts. Um, and, yeah, I, I probably just freaked y'all out there, but you know what? I am so okay with freaking y'all out because that seems to be what I am doing on the regular. <laughs> um, so Catherine, I would love for you to share your labor story with me. Like just give me all of the details. I all just right. want to hear it. Yeah. I love hearing people's labor stories too. I love talking about it. I mean, birth is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is uh, birthing. My child has been the most empowering experience of my entire life. I so, agree hopefully yes, you won't be, you know, triggered or have negative thoughts come up from this, but honestly, like it was very hard and I'll get into all the details. It was very hard, but I do not regret anything about it. It was very beautiful. And I felt like such a badass, like it was amazing. So, um, I guess I should start with like my pregnancy. I was very fortunate to have a pretty dang easy pregnancy. Like I didn't really get the whole horrible nausea, morning sickness, anything. Like I had some food aversions. I would occasionally feel a little bit nauseous, but I didn't throw up at all. Like I never threw up once. It was pretty easy, honestly, like very easy. Um, I was very blessed. And so I had like, of course, when you have your first one, like you don't even, you don't know what to expect. Like you don't know, like you, everyone tells you kind of what to expect, but at the same point, like you've never gone through it. So you're like, okay, I know it's going to hurt. It could be yeah. long. It could be short. Like who knows my water might break my water and it might not, who knows? So you just, yeah, you just really don't know what like to think going into it. And so I actually tried to use that to my advantage to like, not have any preconceived notions about labor and delivery, because I was like, I don't know what my body is going to do. Every baby's different. Every pregnancy is different. Every like labor and delivery is different. So I just tried really hard to not have any preconceived notions and just to really focus on each moment in it, like in that moment. So like someone, I actually follow a, um, physical therapist on Instagram who Mm -hmm. like, she had a tip, she's a physical therapist for women specifically. And she had a tip when you're going through labor, like, don't think about 
the contraction that you just had, or think about the contractions that you're going to have, like just focus on the one that you're in, breathe through it and then let it go and move on to the next moment. Um, so that was super helpful. Just that mindset of like, not being super attached to like a birth plan. Yes. Did I have a birth plan? Yes, I did. I wanted it to be natural as natural as possible without, um, intervention, um, as much as possible. That was pretty much my birth plan. I was like, that was, that was pretty much the, the basics of it. Um, but yeah, otherwise I just tried not to have everything planned out, even though I am a huge planner, <laughs> um, <laughs> just because, like I said, you just don't know how things are going to go. So that helped my like mentality a lot going through it. So I started labor super, super early in the morning. My husband used to work really early in the morning. Like he would leave for work at one 30 in the morning. Um, so it was just a normal, regular day. Um, it was a Tuesday, I think. And, and you know, just whatever normal regular day he left for work. Um, I always kind of just woke up when he got up, like I wouldn't necessarily get out of bed, but I just usually would wake up. Plus I was uncomfortable at 39 and five days, 39 weeks and five days. So (laughs) I woke up a lot anyway. Um, so yeah, he woke up and then, or when he left, I couldn't really go back to sleep. And then maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, I was like, Oh, I'm kind of like, I don't know. This feels like crampy kind of, I also never really got strong Braxton Hicks either. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I'm just having Braxton Hicks. It's a little crampy feeling, nothing crazy. Like I can handle it totally fine. Nothing crazy. Um, well it lasted like on and off, you know, for two hours and I was like, okay, it's starting to get stronger and it's continuing. So I know this is like, you know, early labor. So I called my husband and was like, Hey, no rush, but I'm like in early stages of labor. Um, So he waited, I want to say it was maybe like another hour and then he came home and I, um, I use midwives. Um, I don't have like a midwife come to my house, like home birth, um, just cause we live kind of far away from a hospital in the event of an emergency. I just personally wasn't super comfortable with that for my first time. Um, but I go to a birthing center, which was like 40 minutes away. And there's like midwives on call. So like during my pregnancy, I had met all of them at some point or another, there were four different ones. Um, just so you're comfortable with whoever is on call when you go in. Um, so I called the midwife on call and told her kind of what was going on. You know, I think I was in early stages and she was like, well, since it's your first one it's totally up to you. We want you to be comfortable. Like you can come in right away or you can wait it out a little bit. Um, just whatever you're, you're comfortable with. So I think when Brendan got home, we waited maybe like another 45 minutes or so. And then things kind of started to progress a little bit. Um, just like a little bit more painful, a little bit stronger, but bearable. And I was like, you know, my mom went early, like it was, she was fast. Like pretty much all of her labors were fast, even her first one. So I was like, I just don't even know what to expect. So we'll just go in. So, um, also with having the midwives, um, I was able to like, have my mother-in-law come and my mom come. So my mother-in-law was with us, my mom and my husband, which was amazing. And I'm very blessed to have a mother-in-law that I adore. (laughs) We all get along super well. So it wasn't like awkward to have everyone in the same room. Like it was awesome. Um, so we ended up, my mom, um, teaches actually. So she was like, well, we called her to let her know what was going on, but she's like, I'll just go to class like normal. And then once things are like progressed, like call me. So my, we picked up my mother-in-law on the way actually to the birthing center and, you know, we got there. And then of course, as soon as we get there, like things started to slow down. And I was like, really, really? (laughs) Because things like, 
I started having like more active labor in the car. Like my contractions were strong, like two to three minutes apart. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. But of course things slowed down. So they told me like, you know, I could stay there and walk around or I could leave and walk around. Like basically they're like, whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with. So we ended up going to, it was actually a rose garden. And this was in like the beginning of October. Um, but it was like a super warm day, actually, like weirdly super warm. Um, and the roses were still in bloom and it was like 10 minutes away from the birthing center. So we went to this rose garden and walked around for like an hour <laughs> and then things finally like picked up and, uh, we went back and I had like active labor like that, like very strong contractions, two, three minutes apart for 24 hours. <laughs> it oh was my super <laughs> hard. Yeah. It was super hard. Um, and I labored, like they had a birthing tub there. So I would like, because I had horrible back labor too, um, pretty much not exactly from the start, but I, I can't even tell you at what point it just felt like it was forever, <laughs> but I had back labor pretty bad. Um, so I would go into, um, the birthing tub cause that helped kind of just loosen everything and like take the weight off, you know? Um, so I would just kind of go in and out, whatever I kind of felt like doing. And then I'd walk around and because I had my husband, my mother-in-law and my mom there, it was awesome because it was so long that we were there. Like they were kind of all able to take turns with me. Um, because you know, that's a long time. Like mm -hmm. Brennan hadn't, like he had been at work already for a few hours and then had to come home and you know mm -hmm. leave. And so he, you know, after hours and hours, he was tired. Um, yeah, it was just a long time. Of course I was exhausted too. <laughs> the funny thing is yeah. it had been already like, I think at that point, this point, it had been like 18 hours and like, I was exhausted, but I was like, oh, those poor, like my poor husband and mom and mother-in-law, they must be so tired. And I'm the one over here doing all the work, <laughs> but I like oh felt bad God. for them. I even said something and they're like, don't you dare say anything. Like it's totally fine. So, um, the midwives wanted me to try to eat something because it had been so long and I needed my energy obviously. Cause it's still, it'd been so long already at this point. Like I said, I think it was like 18 hours already. Um, so they were like, yeah, you need energy at some point. Like you haven't eaten in forever. Um, so my mother-in-law went and got Chick-fil-A and I am obsessed with frosted lemonades, even though they're not super great for you. I love them in the summertime. <laughs> um, and if you don't know what a frosted lemonade is, first of all, go get one. Second of all, it's like vanilla ice cream and lemonade mixed together. Um, I think she mm -hmm. maybe got me a sandwich too, or something. I honestly don't remember like a actual food. Um, but I literally took like one sip of the frosted lemonade. And like, I thought I was going to throw up, like I could not eat anything. I was like, I can't do it. So that didn't really work. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, I just had horrible back labor. I was just in and out of the tub walking around. Um, I like used the birthing ball for a bit. I just like, I was kind of all over the place. Like I would, I didn't really lay down too much cause it actually hurt. Like I had worse back labor when I would lay down. Um, I mean, I wouldn't lay on my back. I would lay like on my side, but even then it kind of made it worse. Yeah. Um, so then, um, she, one of the midwives, they obviously checked me like every half hour routine, of course, during this whole time. Um, and at one point they were like, do you want me to check like how, um, like if you're faced en enough or like, you know, what's going on, you want me to check. And again, it had been probably, it had been a long time at this point. So I was like, yeah, just see like how I'm progressing. And she checked. And again, it was like night, maybe 19 hours now. And she was like, you're only at a five. And I was like, <gasps> are you serious? I felt so defeated because I was like, I did all that work and I'm only at a five. <laughs> 
So I, I remember like I was in the tub and when she checked me and she like, I, she told me that and I literally started to cry and I was like, I can't go on. I'm too tired. I can't do it anymore. And like, I guess like me saying that my mother-in-law, my mom, I didn't know this at the time. They told me later, like both started crying. Cause they felt so bad for me. <laughs> um, but like you, I don't know. I just had to reach that point where I was like, I can't do it. I'm so tired. I just, I don't even know how to even keep going. So the midwife was like, all right, well, it's totally up to you. If we take you to into the hospital, which is like literally across the street, um, you know, they can give you Pitocin and move things along. Or we have, honestly, I don't remember what it was called, but it was some um, like pain medication in an IV just so I could at least try to get some sleep or something um, in between contractions. I honestly, I don't remember the name of it, but I chose that option because I just, I, my, I didn't want to go into the hospital. Not that I'm like against doctors, but like, I wanted that to be like only in a, like in case of emergency, I wanted to be in the, mm-hmm. like, I was just more comfortable with the midwives in the birthing center. I was like only in event of emergency, do I want to go to the hospital? So they ended up giving me an, the IV drip and I was actually able to like weirdly, like heavily sleep in between contractions. Now my contractions were like a minute and a half apart, but like weirdly I would like wow. sleep, wake up, have a horrible, really painful contraction fall back asleep for like an hour. But I felt like, I mean, I did get energized from that. It was at least something. So again, that was like maybe for an hour. And then, um, the midwife like woke me up and was like, all right, we're going to check you again. So she checked me and I was finally at a 10. So yay. I was at a 10 finally. (laughs) Um, I guess that's like what my body needed. I just needed some sleep, some Um, sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, was that a 10? They were like, you'll probably, you know, feel like you need to push soon. So like get in whatever position you want to like get into, you know? And like, then yeah, I was like pretty much immediate. Like after she checked me, like, I felt like, okay, wow, this is like super strong. Like my contractions are super strong. Like, I feel like I need to push. And you really, you don't know what the heck that feels like. Like when people tell you that until you're in that moment, like, you're like, I don't know what that, I don't know. How am I going to know that I need to push? I have no idea, but you just know in that moment, like, again, first time mom over here, I was like, okay, I know I need to push. Like something is telling my body to go time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, um, I didn't start pushing like right, right away. I kind of, I had to like maneuver myself into like whatever position felt good. And again, horrible back labor. So I would like ended up having, I was like kneeling on the bed kind of over a big, huge birthing ball. Brendan was like at the front of me, holding my hands, like looking at me and talking me through things and encouraging me. My mother-in-law, my mom were taking turns, like putting ice packs and heat like on my back because I was like the only thing Mm -hmm. that helped. Um, and you know, the midwives are like checking me and everything and, you know, just checking everything out, making sure everything's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I get into like position and then they like check Seth in my belly and they're like, uh, his heart rate like dropped a little bit. Like that's not super great. But so like they had me move, like maneuver into a couple different positions until he was like, okay. Um, and then they were like, okay, well, he's okay. Like, let's do this, you know? So I was ready it. Okay. Just to crown his head, like just crowning took an hour and a half. My in-law side of the family have huge heads. Okay. Like he was only a seven pound, four ounce baby, but his head was enormous. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> I but it was going to remember like what I just don't even remember. Do you remember how big his head was? Like I always forget. Oh, you think he would remember after yeah, pushing it I know out, I but... have it written somewhere, but no, I can't think yeah. of the top of my Neither head. can I. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, you know, frowning for like an hour and a half. 
and um I kept feeling like he would kind of like come out a little bit and then he'd like go back up and then come out a little bit and like go back up and like in the moment I was kind of like really like come on but the midwife was like they, I mean, all the midwives, there were two of them there and they were so awesome about explaining everything and being encouraging. And she was like, no, no, that's good. Like that just means stretching he's stretching out. everything out. So you don't tear really bad. You know, hopefully you won't tear really bad or, you know, tear at all. Like it's just stretching everything out. Like, don't be discouraged. That is progress. So I was like, oh, okay, good. And this isn't all for nothing. <laughs> so again, it was like an hour and a half. And then finally, um, it was like, you know, it was like really go time. Like he was pretty much already like crowned. And my midwife was like, all right, do you want to catch him? Like you can catch him if you want, <gasps> Catherine. And I was like, I am in too much back pain to even like think about reaching down there right now. So my mom actually caught Seth, which was so cool. Oh my God. Yeah. So the midwives like had to help her obviously, but like she caught him, which was super cool. So yeah, his grandma caught him coming out. <laughs> um, That's so cool. Yeah. And he, so crazy. We thought at one point that my water had broke, but I was in the tub, but like, I, I felt like it did like. I don't know. If, yeah. I mean, you're leaking fluid constantly in labor, right? <gasps> yes. Constantly. So like, it must've just been a big gush, but am I actually, my water did not break, which we didn't realize we thought it had. And mm-hmm. he came out in the sack, like fully. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the midwife ended up, um, like breaking it as I was pushing him out. And as he was coming out, um, of course they didn't tell me this in the moment. Cause it would have freaked me out, but they told me after the, his umbilical cord is actually wrapped around his neck once. Oh, so wow. He was actually born October 2nd, which is the feast of the guardian angels. And they were really looking out for him because if he was not born in the sack, that could have been fatal. Like it could have wow. been. Yeah. So thank God he was, which is super cool. Like, again, we all thought yeah. that it broke, so we just didn't even think to like go up in there and check or anything. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was actually really cool. So yeah, my mom caught him. They like the midwife, like broke the sack, undid his, the cord, like immediately so he was fine like they didn't have to resuscitate him nothing he was okay um and like of course you feel like this immediate like relief because you're in so much pain and like obviously also you know when the baby's in your belly you're kind of squishing your organs and just everything is hard to breathe and just everything so I like I just remember like feeling instant like relief and like I don't know how long it was. I felt like it was a long time, but obviously it wasn't. And like, my mom was like, Catherine, look, you're like down. He's their baby's there. And like, I looked down and she's like passing him to me between my legs. Cause again, I was like kneeling kind of. And like, it was just, that is like the most beautiful moment ever. Like that was the most amazing moment of my entire life was like instant, like horrible pain, horrible, horrible pain. So like instant relief, seeing down, see, looking down and then seeing your baby for yeah. the first was like the most joyful moment of my life. It was amazing. And like, he didn't even really like cry. He like let out one little like peep. And then I like just held him and laid down and he was just like wide awake and just staring at us. And he like held his head up, like immediately he was like super strong. And yeah, it was just, I felt like such badass. Like I said, like I felt so empowered and like, that was the most, like I've never felt so strong in my entire life. And like the midwife actually asked me at one of my appointments, um, prenatal appointments, she was like, what has been like the most like excruciating, excruciating physical pain you've ever been in, in your life? Like, can you give me an example of any time? And I had walked, um, pilgrimage that was 50 miles in two days. That was in Colorado. So yeah, you do 25 miles per day. And like, by the end of that, like, yeah, it was horrible. Like I was crying. It was super painful, but like that, so that was like the most pain I'd ever been in, but that was like, 
yes, I felt, I felt super accomplished, you know, after doing that pilgrimage, of course, but like feeling that accomplishment versus like after having Seth was like, there's like, you can't even compare the two. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was amazing. So yeah, 29 hours total, 25 of active wow. over. But honestly, like, I don't regret anything. Like, yes, it was so hard, but it was so worth it. And like, because I, I don't know, I just felt like so empowered and like the midwives were so great about like letting me do what I wanted to do and like doing what I felt right. And like asking my permission before doing absolutely anything. And just, you know, they were very much like encouraging, but also like very respectful of what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and how I wanted things to go that like, I don't regret anything about it. And like, how cool is that, that my mom caught my son? Like, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was beautiful. Was it super hard? Yeah. And also yeah. people always tell you, or they told me anyway, that like, you'll forget once you have the baby, like you'll forget the pain. There are liars. <laughs> and that's not to scare anyone away, but like, I remember the pain very vividly. Okay. <laughs> that ring yeah. of fire is no joke. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much the perfect description of it. Yeah. Did you have to get stitches then or no? Um, so I barely tore at all. See, like, all that stretching. I know it was worth it. Um, so they asked me if I wanted to, and I said, yeah, they said they just put one in. They were like, I mean, you really don't have to, but if you want, we'll just put it in. So I was like, oh, what the heck? Go ahead. So they, yeah, it was just one tiny little stitch. And like, yeah, I can kind of feel scar tissue to this day, but it doesn't hurt or anything. Like it's fine. Um, and I honestly had like a really good picture. Yeah. I never thought. Um, I, yeah, I, I had to get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> so many of them. Oh no. <laughs> um, oh, I feel like I had another question for you and now I can't remember what it was. It was about the stitches and then. Mm -hmm. Oh, what was that like first night? Like after he was born, like, did you sleep well, not well? Like, how did that go? Oh yeah. Oh, the other cool thing was like, we were able to go home pretty much right away. Like we were only there after I had him for like four hours, I think just for them to like, oh, that's so nice. Check me, check him, everything, like do all the testing and whatever recording everything. Um, and then we were able to go home, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, we just went home and it was kind of surreal. It was like, we literally like, I just had a baby. What the heck? Like, and now I'm home again. Like, it's so it's kind of like weird and surreal. And like, I don't know. I just remember looking at Seth and being like, "How are you inside of me? It's so weird." Like, I know, crazy. Like, how did you fit in there? Even though he was pretty small. I mean, he was seven four. That's not huge. Um, it's decent. But yeah, like, I, I would say I slept pretty good just because I was so exhausted because I'd been up for so long. But at the same point, like, I, I don't consider myself like super anxious. I wasn't super anxious, mm -hmm. like a super anxious new mom or anything. Um, but like newborns just make funny noises when they sleep. And I was they like, do. are you okay? Like, are you alive? Are you breathing? Like, so I remember waking up a few times and just like checking in being like, oh my gosh, like, what does this noise mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was really restful. Like it was probably the best sleep of my life. The first shower, huh? after having the kid is like the most glorious shower ever <laughs> nobody tells you no. how amazing you feel after that yeah like oh my gosh so yeah, yeah I don't know I slept pretty well I woke up a few times but that was normal and yeah yeah like honestly like 
my husband was more anxious than I was about everything. But like, I also have a lot of younger siblings. So I always helped with the babies and Brendan only Mm -hmm. had two younger siblings. And so they were all pretty close. So like, he doesn't really remember. Um, so like babies were pretty new for him. Like dealing with babies was pretty new. So he was definitely more anxious about things. Um, but like I said, I, I was kind of, I mean, it's different for sure when it's your own baby, but yeah, it is. It wasn't as difficult. Gosh. Oh my gosh. So, um, I have to do the math. I literally don't remember how long my labor was. Oh, (laughs) really really bad. Um, but it was not that long. Mm -hmm. Um, I was late, so I had a pretty good pregnancy, but, um, I did have morning sickness, but it wasn't, it's like all day sickness, but I could function. Okay. As long as I ate, Mm -hmm. (laughs) ate so much food, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I needed to eat like pretty much every single hour I would roll out of bed and have to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, but besides that, it was fine. Like I was never, this is so weird, but like, I never had to get up and pee in the middle of the night. I slept through the night until I had landed. So lucky. I know. I mean, I only had that at the very, very end, but still that's awesome. It was so weird. I know people were like, you're going to start peeing like five times a night. And I was like, never had that. Wow. But you must have a strong, um, I guess. (laughs) Um, but he was late. He was nine days late. Oh, and, um, so I'm trying to think we were, she, the doctor scheduled an induction for him and I okay. did not, I kept pushing it out as far as humanly possible. Cause I mm-hmm. didn't want to have an induction, but my husband is in grad school and he only had one more week until he was going to go back to school. And at that point too, I was like, well, like they'll let you not go to school if you just had a baby but you still have to do all of the work and so that was also really stressful to me I was like please um you know help help let's have the baby beforehand Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so my younger brother uh passed away going on four years now and I'm telling you that like last week I was like come on Michael I need to have Landon like I need to have him. Please, please, please. I made sure very well sure though, because my brother was a Marine. I made sure to not be like support me through labor because I knew that like as a sick joke, <laughs> he would totally be like, here, have a really hard labor. That's hilarious. It's like you can take it. <laughs> yes. Um, but we it was Sunday. We went to mass. We got up really early. We got we got up at like 6 30, I guess not super early. And then we had to go to a party that evening. And so we didn't get home till really late. So we had been up already all day from Mm -hmm. 630. And then Seb had to work the twilight shift. So he went to work Mm -hmm. and I went to bed and I remember being like, I felt Landon kick really hard. And Mm -hmm. I thought he kicked and like made me pee. Literally, I was like, oh you just God. kicked my bladder, which I thought was weird because it's never happened. But I was yeah. like, that's what you did. Yeah. And so I remember I got up and I went and I went to the bathroom and I came back and I was like, wait a second, I have to pee again. Like, what is wrong with this? And that happened like literally five times in a row oh within 20 minutes. And that's I go, hilarious. I think my, I think he broke my water. That's awesome. Um, Seth, do you know that we were talking about you, buddy? Yeah, I think he does. He's like, hey, guys. He's just putting his two cents in. (laughs) Oh, 
it's okay. We were just, you know, talking about his arrival into the world. And <laughs> so Seb comes back from work and I was like, I think my water broke. And he goes, no, I thought like you had to have contractions before your water broke. I'm like, yeah, me too. But guess not for everybody. Yeah. Um, and so we called the doctor and she's like, oh, you should just go on in and see if your water broke and everything, um, which this happened the night before I was scheduled to go in for an induction. Oh my goodness. So like right, right on the, cause he was late. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. super late, but he was nine days late. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we go in and none of the doctors that I had worked with at the clinic were on call that oh, night. No. And so I got a, a different doctor, which honestly, it worked out perfectly because she was incredible. I loved her. So I'm like, you know what? Works out really, really nicely. But we walked around Walmart for an entire hour before we went in because we're like, oh, we want to move things along. It wasn't having contractions. And I was pretty sure my water had broke, but I wasn't positive. So we walked around. We didn't get there until about two. And we had the whole check-in process. They're like, yeah, your water broke, but I still wasn't having any contractions. So they gave me Pitocin. Mm -hmm. And I am telling you guys, I was so scared to get Pitocin because if you choose to have an epidural, like, more power to you. Like you don't get an award or a gold star if you have a baby without an epidural or with an epidural. Mm-hmm. But I was so scared of that needle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I, I didn't want to have an epidural. And I've heard that with Pitocin, things come hard really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to not get an epidural. Um, but I got the epidural and at this point. Okay. Were you scared then? Like were you really like, as they're giving you the epidural, were you like nervous or like, no, did I feel? didn't get the epidural. I just got, sorry, I just got the Pitocin. Okay. I just got the Pitocin. And, um, so they gave me the Pitocin and you're just like eerily calm. Like at this point I'd been That's up for funny. 24 hours yeah. and I told Seb that he needed to go to sleep because I was going to need him later. And he's like, why don't you go to sleep? I'm like, well, I can't really sleep in between. Cause once that Pitocin yeah. hits, like they aren't yeah. kidding. Those contractions suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like stayed up. Like I remember I walked and I did like lunges and I know that sounds really like obnoxious. I wasn't working out, but like the lunges like helped the contraction. Oh, cool. And so I did lots of that, or I would do like stretches and I, I had a ball and I eventually tried to nap with like a peanut ball in between my legs. And I was able to get like on and off a little bit of sleep. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think it was almost 9 a.m. And they actually were able to, I think, stop increasing my Pitocin because my mm-hmm. body kind of took over, which I was really happy about. And I didn't really let them check me because when I had come in, I was at two centimeters. And Aww. so I was just like, I've got a long way to go. So I was ready for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Seb was awake and so we were doing different positions and he would apply pressure to like my pelvic area, like mm-hmm. on my hips, which was really, really helpful. And honestly, the biggest thing for me was the mental game. It was like relaxing into every contraction and like 
I would just like imagine my cervix opening, like every contraction. I was like, okay, we're opening and we're relaxing. And like, if you could have heard my conversation, that's literally what I was saying. I was like, we're relaxing. It's your, you don't want to get tight. It's all Mm -hmm. fine. Um, I had really nice nurses. My labor and delivery team was incredible. Um, they had to put a monitor on me because Landon, um, cause of the Pitocin, mm-hmm. but it was a portable monitor. So it was okay. Um, but yeah, I stayed up the entire time. And so I guess my labor actually, it was only like 13 and a half hours. It wasn't that long. Um, but by the time like nine o'clock hit, I think they checked me and I was at six centimeters. And so I was like, oh, like I, we haven't made it that far. We got a long way to go. And so kept doing the same things. I remember I had a couple horrific contractions and the nurse actually was watching them on the monitor. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's really indicative of the fact that like he's sunny side up. I think that's what it's called. Oh. And so she had me get into a specific position where I think you're, I think you're bending over and you're sideways or something like that mm-hmm. to help move him. Oh my goodness. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, like just thinking of that contraction, it was so bad. And she was like, you just have to like, just stay there for a couple contractions and they got better. And like my back labor completely went away. So I don't know, I guess he flipped. I I didn't even ask after he came out, but like back labor went away. So I was like, hallelujah to you nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I don't know what happened, but I got to a point where I looked at Seb and I was like, it's getting really, really painful. And I haven't even made it to transition. I was like, I don't know if I can keep going. And they were like, okay, well, do you feel like you have to have a bowel movement? I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, why don't we check you? I'm like, it's only been a couple hours. There's no way I'm that far along. Mm-hmm. And so this was me. I was like, okay, I'm just going to let them check because I'm literally at the point where I just don't think I can keep going. But my mom told me that if you get to the point where you don't think you can keep going, you're almost done. But I was like, there's no way I'm almost there. So they checked me and I was almost nine centimeters. And so I had actually been going through transition this whole time. And in my brain, I was like, it's only getting worse, Leah. You haven't even made it to transition. (laughs) So, um, at that's when things went really fast because my body was so ready to push especially I hit 10 centimeters really fast, but Mm -hmm. I had a a lip on my like cervix. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but basically that's what they said. So they had to rotate me side to side for a little bit to Mm -hmm. soften it. And that was the hardest part for me. Um, because my body wanted to push, but you couldn't push. And so like every time I got that contraction and I couldn't push my body would like violently shake. Um, Cause it's like, we want to push, but we can't. So that was the most horrible part for me, honestly. Like I remember in between one of those contractions, I like vividly remember looking at something on the ceiling, be like, I don't know if I can ever do this again. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty yes. sure that every mom goes through that. I think so. <laughs> like, um, and so then by the time they said that I could push, 
I am telling you, Catherine, like there was no straws left on the table. I was just like, get Landon out of me. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, you need to slow down to give your body time to stretch. And I was like, nope, we're not slowing down. (laughs) And I pushed for 20 minutes and it was like, bam, he was out. I was just like, there was no, I don't know. My body was just not going to slow down. I was done. I was so done. And yeah, so, I mean, I didn't push for very long. I did because this is my own fault. I did not go slow. I had to get an episiotomy. I tore um, his head was just stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, And the doctor was like, okay, I've only done in my entire like lifetime of delivering kids. I can count on one hand, the amount of times I've ever recommended an episiotomy, but he's got a big head (laughs) and you're pushing so fast. And so all the nurses were like, yeah, we agree. And I didn't want to have one, but Mm -hmm. Seb and I were like, you know what, let's just, and literally the next push, he was out. So, um, they stitched me up. Yeah. Mm. So I didn't have the episiotomy and, you know, so I don't know. I know someone who has the person who I know who has said, like, you don't even really notice because you're already in so much pain. Like, do you, how did you feel about that? Um, honestly, like at that point, you basically have already like felt the ring of fire. So, you know, is anything worse than that? Probably not. Um, I will say, so when they went to cut, cut, they were like, you can't push during this contraction. And I remember like not pushing, not pushing, not pushing. And there, the nurse like looks me in the eye. She goes, you cannot push. And I like held it back as long as I could. And then I looked at her and I was like, I am pushing. And they were just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. The doctor like went so fast. She was like, I'm done. I'm done. At oh that gosh. point, they're just like, stay out of the mom in labor's way. Be like, mm-hmm. Do not mess with her. Seriously. Um, it was, it was more like a, it felt like a sharp poke. Like somebody poked okay. you with a needle. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all you feel. I, I, maybe they numb you. I don't really know. I just, I feel like you were so much in pain. You right. just like what's What's a a teeny bit bit more. more. Um, so yeah, I, my labor was really, really good. It was just that last little bit was really hard, Mm -hmm. but the, I didn't even lose like a ton of blood, but because I had been up, like my labor wasn't that long, but I'd been up at that point for, cause I had him at two 18 and my labor had started at 1130 PM. Mm Mm-hmm. I had been up for like 40 hours at that point. Yeah. And so I passed out like every time I stood up, not from blood loss, but I think like sheer exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time, like they take you to the bathroom and I remember like walking out and I kind of was holding onto the door and I looked at the nurse and I'm like, I really think I'm going to faint. And she's like, grab the chair. And that's the last thing I remember. Oh my God. Except for waking up, staring at them all. Wow. Um, and so that, that happened. Thank you for listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Just Between Us Women podcast, and we absolutely would love to hear from you. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend and be sure to share it to your Instagram story and tag us so we can see. You can expect episodes every Tuesday.